0: Welcome back to yet another episode of Sports Chat. <clears throat> Sorry with yours truly dj now this is actually going to be something a little bit different um i kind of want to shed away from the statistical part of like you know talking about football and basketball since there's really not any sports going on at the current moment so i want to try to do some type of special features where i'm kind of looking back on some quote-unquote maybe forgotten players throughout basketball football and even wrestling so um that particular, I'm still figuring out a name for it and all of that. Maybe I'll call them different names depending on the sport that I'm doing. Um, and today I think you'll really like the one that I'll be covering today on Derek Rose, the Windy City Assassin. But before I get into that, I of course wanted to tell you about my sponsor anchor so anchor is the app that i'm using currently for all of my podcasts it's very easy to use you can download it in the app store or in the google plus store if i'm not mistaken um and it's very easy to use very easy to record and edit add music don't add music to it it's easy to embed in any type of conversations or interviews that you may do with your friends um I believe you just simply send them the link and they could just click on the voice message and send you a personal voice message, or you all can actually hold a live uh, interview. Um, And I think that feature may only be a, no, it should be available. It's actually available on your iPhone as well. And I know it's definitely available on your iPad. I'm looking at it as we speak. Also, they have like little... Bits and pieces of interludes of music that you can put in between your different segments. Um, they have that. And most importantly, they handle all of the distribution for you to kick it out to all of the major uh, podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, and of course, Apple Podcasts. They handle all of that for you. And they also pay you pay you with no minimal listenership whatsoever so you can still make money through the world of podcasts so i hope you all are very interested in it and anyone that is a aspiring podcast creator go to anchor.fm for more information on the other side of the break we're going to jump right into our next segment and you know how it goes going to be off the court topics right here on sports chat And welcome back to Sports Chat with yours truly, DJ. Uh, we're going straight into that off-the-court topics. Our first story here is about the Perel hand sanitizer. They're actually being sued. They're being sued in the... A- uh, class action lawsuit claiming the effect- the effectiveness. I'm sorry, of their product uh, is misleading. I believe it was around March the 13th that four people were actually filing a lawsuit against Perel hand san-, san sanitizer. I'm sorry, from them claiming on their front label that their product kills about 99.9% of illness causing germs and they don't have any type of you know data to back this up but they actually said that it kills you know germs and we know pretty much you squirt some hand sanitizer on your hands after you just came out and you know clean some cars or played in some dirt it's not really going to be clean in my opinion i think it's just going to move the dirt around in your hand and wherever you didn't pretty much rub your hands that's where the dirt is going to be you still need to wash your hands thoroughly so um the people that are actually suing they just saying that they're seeking unspecified damages for anyone that actually brought the product and relied on its effectiveness and its packaging and marketing so i personally hope that um i, I want to see how this one end up because i i do believe that it could be some truth to their claims far as that not doing what they sanded that it do and i know perel they're they're you know they're they're pretty much shooting out the roof now and i know that they're um I know they are. I know they are. As far as their sales are shooting out of the roof, so I'll keep you up to date on that particular story. Next, we have Netflix. The Netflix is actually creating a hundred million dollar fund for those employees that are hardest hit by this COVID nineteen pandemic. They also said that the fund will actually help non-Netflix workers as well. And the company said about fifteen million of that hundred million dollars will go to third parties and nonprofits for cast and crew in countries their productions are shot. So in different countries. Where they actually produce the Netflix content, movies and stuff like that, it'll help those casting crew there as well, which I think is actually awesome. Given all that the COVID pandemic is actually, or COVID nineteen, Corona virus, you know, is taking over the world and just shutting things down, sports and malls and everything, you know, schools. All these places are losing so much money but i know that um things would and should turn around for the good so um this is actually something really good by netflix i don't i haven't researched any other companies that is doing this but you have seen this a lot in the nba a lot of nba players are actually you know um paying for the workers that work at you know, these arenas that, you know, are shut down because of the COVID-19 pandemic are not being paid. So these players given a hundred thousand dollars here and there, and even Zion Williamson, um, I forget which particular company, but he was paying the salaries of the rest of those that are working for a particular company. I can't remember their name, but it's really good that we're coming together and helping those really that are hardest hit that would really be swept under the rug by the mainstream media. So I think that's pretty good. But also on this Netflix $100 million relief fund, they are also going to be working with Europe, Latin America, and Asia, where they also have big production as well. So kudos to Netflix, and I hope that all of those that they are seeking to help get the help that they will need um and last but not least this story is from vanessa bryant she actually trying to amend kobe's will now vanessa bryant is trying or asking for quick action and trying to amend the late kobe bryant's will she's basically trying to add the youngest daughter capri into the will and she would need a guardian at litem i think it is which is basically attorney appointed by the court to investigate a case and report finding and recommendations to the court so this particular thing they're just pretty much trying to add the youngest daughter to the will and given that california is like a ghost town now because of the whole COVID 19 um pandemic uh, courts and stuff are shut down so i think that they are kind of having things kind of move forward with this and what she's trying to do she did file some documents asking the judge to appoint a guardian at litum, what i just said for her daughters bianca and natalie and capri she's just trying to include the youngest daughter as i said uh being as though that the last time that the will of kobe was am- amended by kobe was actually before she was born so she's trying to get that um and i really hope that she do given the circumstances that's going on right now so that's all that i actually have for you guys um on today's Segment of off the court topics if you have any interesting topics that you want me to discuss or any interesting topics that you want to discuss you know at the end of majority of my podcast you can click on it um, and it should say voice message you can leave me a voice message and um, i'll listen to it and embed it within the show and you know go from there so when we come back we're going to go into our main segment of the show beyond the court with Derek Rose, the Windy City Assassin, on the other side, right here on Sports Chat. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So, It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So what are you doing? Go to anchor.fm now. And welcome back to Sports Chat with yours truly, DJ. And as I told you earlier in the beginning of this podcast that I'll be doing something new, just trying to shy away from the stats of football and uh, basketball, so I'm going to be covering a feature on different NBA, NFL, WWE stars. Maybe do it daily, I'm not quite sure. I'm working on another basketball star that was, I guess you can say kind of forgotten about, but... I had to go back into the archives and pull something out. So, um, yeah, I'm just trying to do something a little different. And I hope you guys like it. I'm just kind of going back into their early childhood and bringing it up to speed, just kind of giving up, giving you and me a backstory on these different um, stars. So today we're going to be starting with Derek Rose, the Windy City assassin dark martell rose is actually born on october the 4th 1988 in chicago illinois <coughs> excuse me like many young boys in the african-american community he was raised by a single mother in the tough Englewood section of chicago now Inglewood has a population of a little over 26,000, and the current income for most families are around just 19,000, I believe. I don't know if this is still What's the latest stats on this? But I think this was maybe back in 2015 or so. Uh, When Dark Rose was born, the population was just around 60,000. But as of 2015, it has recently fallen by more than 32,000. Englewood's poverty rate was an astounding 44 percent, much higher than Chicago's, which was or which is 20 percent. Dark Rose was the youngest of four. He has three older brothers, Dwayne, Reggie, and Alan, and they all were closely watched by their strict, no-nonsense mother, Brenda. Uh, Rose actually told Sports Illustrated, my mom would walk down the street and drag us home if she heard that we were getting in trouble. And even the drug dealers, when they saw her coming, would stop dealing and tell her where we were were with the absence of his father in the home his older brothers actually became a vital aspect or part in his life and his upbringing and would play that father like role to help to fill that void dark rose also uh, his special talents or the court begin to be recognized when he was in the 8th grade to help keep him focused his brothers protected him from any outside entrance interest. They would take turns in taking him to school and picking him up, and they would also put him in check when he get out of line. They also attended his practices as well. In 2003, um, Derrick Rose enrolled at Chicago's Simeon Academy and quickly excelled to being one of the top basketball players in the nation. Simeon Academy produced the likes of Nick Anderson, Kendrick Nunn, Jabari Parker, and Rose, Rose being one of its, if not their top star. And all of these people actually did, to my understanding, play in the uh, NBA. Now, in Derek Rose's senior year, he had catapulted to the nation's best point guard, averaging about 25.2 points a game, which will help him guide Simeon to a 33-2 record and its second consecutive championship. Later that year, Rose was named Illinois Mr. Basketball by Chicago Tribune. As expected, Rose was quickly on the radar of many college prospects, but he chose to commit and enroll at the University of Memphis and play for coach John Calipari. When he arrived at Memphis, it didn't take him long to make his presence felt as he quickly led the Tigers to 38 wins. This was the actually the most in NCAA history. He would eventually lead them to the national championship game in 2008 against the Kansas Jayhawks, to which they would lose in overtime 75-68. Rose was able to amass just 18 points, but he would submit his status as one of the college's best players. At the tender age of 19, his hometown team, the Chicago Bulls, would select him as the number one overall pick in the 2008 NBA Draft. Now, although he had an exceptional year at Memphis, everything was not so squeaky clean as it appeared to be. In 2009, the NCAA ordered the team to vacate their 2007- 2008 season and serve three years of probation for violating the NCAA rules violation. The report claimed that rose had someone else take his sat in order to meet the academic eligibility requirements and investigators also accused memphis of compensating his brother reggie by paying seventeen hundred dollars in free travel in his first year with the bulls rose averaged about 16.8 points and 6.3 assists, which would be enough to lead the Bulls back to the playoffs. Over the next three seasons, Rose would mold himself into one of the best versatile ball players ever. In 2011, Rose would have his best year to date by averaging 25 points per game and the NBA would award him with the league's most valuable player award. This would be historical as Rose would become the youngest MVP in NBA history at just the young age of 22. Rose appeared to be, co- appeared to have been on his way as one of the league's most feared players as he would lead his team to the number one seed in the Eastern Conference in 2011. However, in the first postseason game, he would suffer a gruesome knee injury that would make him miss the remainder of the playoffs and the entirety of the 2012-2013 NBA season. On October the 9th, 2012, just five days after his birthday, Rose and his longtime, then longtime girlfriend Mika Reese would actually welcome their first child, Dark Rose Jr. Rose would make his long awaited return in the 2013-2014 season, but that would be cut short as well when just 10 games into the season he would tear his right knee meniscus. However, he would remain healthy enough to play 66 out of 82 games in the 2015-2016 season, and his scoring average was actually significantly dropped to just 16.4 points a game. In June of 2016, Rolls would end his tenure with the Bulls as he was traded to the New York Knicks, and he actually wept just hysterically when he was told this by his agent. His average points would increase to 18 points per game, but he became surrounded with controversy when he would miss an unprecedented amount of time with the team in January of 2017. He would finish the season with yet another torn meniscus. He would then be named in a civil lawsuit by a woman who would accuse him and two of his friends of rape. Rose would later be cleared after two-week trial. Roles would then be picked up by the Cleveland Cavaliers in the 2017-2018 season, which would not end well as his injury woes played a major factor in him considering retirement from the league. In February of 2018, Rose would be traded to the Utah Jazz, but just two days later, he would be waived by the team. In March of 2018, Rose would join the Minnesota Timberwolves and would remain with the franchise for the 2018-2019 season. In early 2018, it was reported that Dirk Rose and supermodel Alana Anderson would secretly wed in a small and private ceremony. Now, just recently in July of 2019, Rose joined the Detroit Pistons and would begin to show that he still had something left in the tank as he quietly averages 20 points in 14 consecutive games. So a lot of information there. Um, and some stuff that I didn't know about Dirk Rose, um, but I'm not surprised by just the way that he came in and just took over. I looked at some highlights of him earlier when Memphis was playing in that NCAA championship game, um, and um, he was just amazing, he was doing the same stuff, man, just doing these. It, it kind of looked like a, a Euro step a little bit when he would kind of drive. He was just fierce, man, driving to the basket, driving to the hole. He just didn't care in the way that he would contort his body, and he was just explosive. And I remember when he would just turn up the league, man, and he even played up against, um well, maybe that wasn't him. I think that was Blake Griffin that played up against Steph Curry. Um, but yeah, man, he was just unstoppable. I think he played against UCLA and West Russell Westbrook, if I'm not mistaken. But it was just, you know, just learning this. I like doing these backstories because it helped us to understand who these people are. It just sucks that he um, tore both of his knees if i'm not mistaken from the story but he tore both of his knees and it's just sad man because i don't know i mean he was going hard in college and he would just go down and just dunk it even in high school when he was at Simeon, and just going down dunking doing all these crazy dunks and maybe that was a lot of wear and tear on his knees early on and then by the time he got into the nba you know his knees probably just didn't hold up and of course it could be your dieting as well like your dieting could play a major factor in it as well he could have some type of uh i don't want to say arthritis but something in his knees i just wondered why a lot of these uh sports stars a lot of them you know have torn meniscuses and um um achilles and acls and mcls and stuff and i just think their um their their diet has you know a a great deal to do with that as well um So, yeah, I hope you all enjoyed that particular segment. Um, And I'm going to come right back and close this thing out right here on Sports Chat. and welcome back to sports chat with yours truly dj we actually come to the end of this episode i know it was kind of quick but that's what i wanted it to be i wanted to be straight to the point so um, I hope you all like this episode. Um, I'm going to be doing this more often in place of just giving stats and all of that stuff. Um, I'm kind of winding down on the whole NFL free agency. Unless something big happened, I will discuss it maybe under the off the court topic section. But I do want to go into the main feature, which I just did. And um I just hope you all you know enjoyed that on Dark Rose, a lot of stuff that I didn't know, and I'm like I said before, I'm working currently on another basketball star that was kind of forgotten about um not forgotten about, but I feel like he was a little forgotten about it. I don't hear about him as much anymore, but I hope you all will enjoy that one as well um uh, once again, thank you all for joining me on this episode, and I hope that you all stay safe out there. wash your hands, don't allow this whole. COVID-19 pandemic to take over your life and just to think that it's um, the end of all things or whatever the case may be I mean you know what I believe and we don't know when the end of this whole thing will come but just don't allow fear to set in don't allow this pandemic to place fear in you um, in any type of way shape form or fashion but I do thank you all wholeheartedly for joining me on this 29th episode sports chat with yours truly we're almost at number 30 baby um so i thank you all for joining me here today and i just hope you all have a blessed night peace out